Imperfectly Human is number 32 in Feedspot's top 90 Christian podcast, but we'd like to be number one. Here's what you can do to help. Go to your favorite streaming platforms. Yeah, the one that you listen to this podcast on and hit that subscribe button. Then use the social icons on that platform to share it with your friends and family and everyone that you know. We appreciate your support and we'll see you at the top. Sorry to disappoint you. So what was your expectation? Nah, I'm just an everyday dude. Oh, you expected perfection? This is what Christianity is supposed to be like. I make mistakes. Like, lots of mistakes. I'm just trying to do the best that I can do. I guess I'm just imperfectly human. Welcome back to week three of the Imperfectly Human podcast series on, uh, you see how you I did there. (laughs) I caught it, I caught it, but uh, yeah. yeah. Welcome back to week three of our series on weather in the storm. Uh, This week we're going to be talking about the application. So how do you weather the storm? What do you need to do to continue to survive that storm? Before we get into it, we want to shout out our listeners on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, TuneIn, Amazon Music, Audible, Pandora. Um, what's that one y'all you guys got over this? Uh, I don't think we're, I don't think we're on Sirius X. Serious XFM or whatever it is. We don't know the Lord gonna do. You might put us on there, so we don't say it. Yeah, 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 yeah. There it is. We everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Shout out to everyone, and shout out to the to you guys on YouTube. We appreciate you watching and tuning in weekly. Um, we hope you're enjoying this series. Um, and as we said, we're going to dive right into the application. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know what, Terrence? Let me let me let me go first and, and, and bring it up. So, um, okay. Okay, the first one. So, first part. So, the application. So, how do we weather the storm? Well, the first thing. So, how do how do I change my perception of the storm? Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, so, am I going? I'm gonna let you go. Yeah, I'm gonna let you go. Okay, okay, okay. So when you break down perception, perception is all about sight. And so it's what you see, but also from past experiences, what you observe and then you anticipate. So in order to change your perception of the storm, you have to one have a background that's rooted not in your own experiences but in God's word and then your sight has to change from what you can see to then what God is trying to show you and I think if you can change those two what you remember behind you or like what's informing you instead of you informing your sight you let God's word inform your sight and instead of you looking at what you can see tangibly Say like, Lord, show me what this is supposed to either teach me, show me, changing me or whatever, because I thought I knew how to use my eye, but I don't. <laughs> so you then show me what this is supposed to do, not to me, but through me and then mm-hmm. for me. 
So that's, that's how good. how. That's good. That's good. So I think um, what kind of what kind of hit me when you were saying that was um, something. Some I myself and my wife were watching um, a YouTuber, um, and she was just talking about her therapy. She was because she was talking about she was being transparent about being in therapy because she mm-hmm. suffered from um, anxiety and panic attacks. And um, so when it would come, she would start to feel overwhelmed and the adrenaline would start to go and she would start to feel the fight or flight response kicking in. Mm-hmm. Um, and her therapist said to her, remind, you know, remind yourself that you are not in any physical danger and by breathing and slowing mm-hmm. down and taking the breath and breathing and breathing you start to remind your body that actually there is no physical danger anywhere around me calm down stop the adrenaline slow it all down and take control back and it's kind of this it kind of made me think of that and um when we're in the midst of the storm, we need to stop panicking. It's kind of, again, it's like they say when, um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to come back to this. I'm going to come back to this, man. I've got this from a, I've got this from a show called In Contempt. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to come back to this one though. But, um, but yeah, it's that kind of stop panicking. Stop panicking and slow down and breathe and calm down and realize that the storm is not there to destroy you. The storm is there to change you. Mm-hmm. Now, when we start to realize that it's not, if we, once we start to, to once we stop the panicking, mm-hmm that perception shift can happen a lot easier because panicking, we panic because we feel we're in danger. We panic because like we said, we don't want the devastation to be exposed, but sometimes it's a bit like, um, it's a bit like when you see, I used to watch extreme, extreme makeover home edition. Yeah. And they go rebuild the house for people. And you see the trail of destruction. And then all of a sudden, two days later, three days later, you see this beautiful remodeled house that was way better than what was there before. But the pain had to come. The destruction had to come. The, the devastation had to happen. The storm had to pass through and tear mm-hmm. down what was so ropey and weak so that something strong and new could be built. And that sometimes that's what we have to remember that this, the storm is not there to, you know, this, yes, the storm will leave a trail of, of destruction or devastation, but that devastation will clear away and make way for something strong and new. And um, the thing that I was going to come back to was um, they say when um, people are, are drowning, Mm-hmm. Um, they were talking to this lifeguard and, I, and they were like, oh, so describe it. And they say most lifeguards drown um, 
not because when they're trying to save people because the people panicking when the lifeguard gets there they push the lifeguard down involuntarily so this isn't on purpose it's involuntary and they push the lifeguard down trying to keep themselves from mm-hmm. drowning and they have to try and get they have to approach them from behind and help them calm down so that they can shift their perception of their danger so that they can see that they are no longer in danger, but they're going to make it. They've got help. And again, that's us. If we can stop flailing around and, and waving our round, arms around like a crazy person and see that in the eye of the storm, in the midst of it, once we get in the center of it, we are in the calmest part. We are in the presence of God and we have help to survive and weather that storm and that storm too will pass. Yeah, man. So this, 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 this kind of hit me while you were talking, talking about your wife and, and anxiety and stuff. And I thought about this. So it's different phases of weathering the storm. So you have the initial kind of warning of the impending storm. Then the storm comes and then you're trying to find a safe place. But what you were just talking about is another phase of the storm is, well, how do you survive after the storm has subsided? Because what you're now having is flashbacks about what the storm did when it was there, Mm. when it's not, when it's no longer there. And just like I was saying, too, it made me think about what I had said about, you know, um, kind of like replacing your past experiences with God's word. Right. For me, the times, and like I said, it's still from previous storms I've had, you know, how you have points and times of your day where you tense up a little more. It's like, man, why I'm so, why I can't just relax? Like what? Because you've been so accustomed of storm after storm after storm after storm. And it's like your body's just like, I gotta be on alert. I gotta, I don't know what's gonna happen. I gotta, I gotta be ready. And that's because we've been so conditioned of handling our storms on our own. And that's when we have to use so much of our body and physical kind of reserve to power through them. Yeah. And that can get us shipwrecked because then we've expended so much energy. Now we have nothing left because we operated from ourselves. But God was like, give it to me. You won't have to use this. Yeah. yeah. You can rely on me. I'm trying to get you, but because we weathered so many storms, we never come out of. Our day-to-day life is a storm. It's an extension. For real. <laughs> For real. <laughs> so, so like we, we keep reliving storms because we've had so much experience from them, it's just like, man, my my life is gonna always be a storm. It just seems like stuff that comes and comes. So even when there's nothing there, we will create them within ourselves or whatever because we've been conditioned to it. Yeah. And but what you were saying too about the lifeguard, it made so much sense, is that God is trying to get to us. But we doing all this stuff 
and we flooding the rain like, man, look, will you calm down? I'm trying to get to you. Just chill out. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's chill out, man. Like, I'm gonna get to you, but you go, you you taking yourself on path because you flooding around, and I can't get you back stable. I need you back stable so then I can move you to safety. But I can't save you when you you I, I don't have an entry point. Yeah. That's kind of what you were saying. As the lifeguard comes, they gotta have an entry point to secure them. If you're doing too much movement, the lifeguard can't secure you. And then you'll drown because it wasn't the lifeguard fault. It was it was your fault that you wouldn't you would accept the help that was coming. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Whew. Uh, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we go to the to the second one. So how do I remind myself of God's authority over the storm and the authority that He has given to me? Okay, so I'm going to go to the scripture that I spoke about now. Mm-hmm. A couple of weeks ago, I said it was, I was like, yeah, 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 it's in Luke 8. But it's actually Matthew 8. It's just funny that the same story is is recorded in the eighth yeah. chapter of both. both yeah. But it's yeah. Matthew 8, 23 to 27. And um, then Jesus got into the boat and started across the lake with his disciples. Suddenly a fierce storm struck the lake with waves breaking into the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him, shouting, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. Jesus responded, what are you, why are you afraid? You have so little faith. Then he got up and rebuked the wind and waves, and suddenly there was a great calm. The disciples were amazed. Who is this man, they asked. Even the winds and waves obey him. And um, that scripture just reminds me that Listen, no matter what is going around, remember that even the storms, God created them. When when God wiped out everyone on the earth with the exception of um, Noah and his family, he called forth the waters. Mm -hmm. He called forth the rain, the torrential rain that didn't stop for 40 days and 40 nights. God controls it all and he has authority over it. But what was important was what Jesus said to them. Why are you afraid? You have so little faith, meaning I have given you this authority. I have poured this anointing on you by you being grafted into my family, by you becoming joint ears with me you have the same authority that i have that you can speak and goes back to what you said week one mm-hmm. i think or was it, was mm-hmm. it week one where you said you speak to the mountain and tell the mountain go from here to there mm-hmm. and it has to obey if you have faith mm-hmm. like a mustard seed well if mm-hmm. we have faith we can step in the middle of that storm and say stop and that storm must must stop there must be calm because we have the authority we need to have so how do we remind ourselves well by reading these sorts of scriptures 
by reading the countless times that Jesus stepped in or by the reading the countless times that God stepped in and said to the storm, be still. Because he didn't just do it here. He did it in various ways in the Old Testament. When when the people were going, when Jonah um, was a stowaway on that ship and he brought the storms and the people were like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Who has sinned? And Jonah said, okay, it's me, throw me into the water. And if you throw me into the water, the storms will stop. Throw him into the water and the storms stopped. God has the authority over those waves. And then let me just be clear. He didn't leave Jonah to drown. He, he got a fish to swallow him up. And now y'all might be thinking, oh, no, I'm, hey, he was inside the fish. He, he made it to shore. The, the fish spat him out. He was good. He didn't get chewed. He didn't get digested. Hey, he was good. <laughs> so, but God has, God has a knack for stepping in to a storm and stopping a storm and speaking calm over it because he has authority over them. Why? He created them. And just as he created you, he's given you and breathed into you that same authority. That's why he constantly reminds us. And that's why I love this. I love the scriptures. Why do, you know, for me, people see them, people might see the scriptures as stories. I see them as reminders of of the power that God has given us. Mm -hmm. Power that we use so little of. Power that we scratch the surface of because our faith is so small. So we don't even, and I've seen that, I know how small a mustard seed is. And yet we can't even muster that level of faith to achieve the things that need that, that, that God says that we can achieve. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So, uh, so I'm going to go here from, from what you said. All right. So this is the visual. So you got Jesus on the boat, the storm going on, Jesus sleep. And you got, you know, the disciples on there. So the storm is raging, yet it doesn't disturb Jesus. So they like, man, this storm getting bad. It getting worse. Man, I think we need to do something. Yeah. They wake up Jesus. So Jesus wake up like, pretty much he tell him, why are you waking me up? You see I'm getting some rest. Why are you waking me up? They're like, did you going around? You hear this going around? Man, we just trying to make sure we good. We're going to get where we get to. They're like, man, look, I really, I, I really wish y'all would have got the point while I was asleep, but I guess y'all didn't. So now I got to calm the storm for y'all to understand that the storm means nothing as long as I'm on the boat with y'all. Yeah. But y'all getting concerned with what's going on around y'all, and y'all don't realize that as long as I'm on the boat, it doesn't matter what's going on. Yeah. So then I looked at it in a different light of saying, well, when we're able to rest in God, that means that 
we give protection to those around us too. Right. So sometimes it's for us to then be the people that help calm storms around other people, but not in the way we used to, because a lot of us have had issues, like I say, you know, I, I have as far as fixing things for people all the time. Yeah, yeah. That's not what it means. It means that if I'm resting in God and trusting in God, that would then witness to other people and allow them to weather their storms better by showing, by seeing how I'm handling mine. And if people can see all this are going around me and I'm centered in it and it doesn't shake me and I can find peace and rest in God, then they're like, man, like I know what's going on with him, but he, he don't, he don't yeah. seem like it phases him like that. And that's that's how your life can witness the people louder than your words could. Yeah. Because some people have to see you come through those situations and see how it was at the beginning and then see you come through that and see you be better because of it. Yeah. And that's not what we want to hear. We don't want to hear that. We got like, that going on around me, and then I got to, I got to, and, and but it's not an act. It's not like a, a facade way, like you were talking about before. It's an honest place of yes, this is a difficult place, but I won't allow what's going on around me to disrupt my relationship with God. Yeah, no, that that's that's good. That's yeah. good. You know, you know, you know. Um, well, mate, I was just thinking it over and I was like, they went and woke Jesus up. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus didn't know what was going on. Right, right. And <laughs> that's, that's kind of what we do, right? We're like, God, can't you see what's going on? <laughs> The building is burning down. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I know. And, and basically, it like Jesus woke up and he was like, well, what you want me to do about yeah. it? You know what he wants? Like, yeah. What you want me to do? He's like, Lord, stop it, Lord. And like, man. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I shouldn't even have to do this for y'all to believe. Yeah. I mean, but. <laughs> <laughs> You know Jesus woke up mad as hell. Yeah, I know I've been I've been preaching all around here and healing folks and all that kind of stuff. I'm trying to get some rest and y'all talking all the time and asking yeah. me questions all the time. Let me just get some rest and then yeah. somebody get some rest. Now you waking me up. For something yeah. that I already got control over. It ain't gonna let nothing happen to y'all, but you still wanna wake me up and disturb yeah. me. Yeah, and that's us. That's still yeah, no, that's, we we still do that today. Yeah, yeah, we still yeah, do that yeah. today. So, um, all right, let's um, let's jump into the the last one. Okay. Uh, what is the storm trying to remove in me? <laughs> now, my listen, my my wife gave me a doozy for this one. Okay, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say my part. Um, and I'm just gonna talk personally where I am now. Yeah. Um, 
what my storm is trying to remove from me now is my own pride but not pride in an arrogance way it's a pride of not seeking out or accepting help from people yeah this whole phase of life i've been in the last about year i want to say has been me moving from the person that was always doing for other people to now accepting help from people yeah in all very different types of ways in all different levels of my life and that has been difficult at first because i felt like i was lacking if i needed other people to kind of come in and help but in order to grow you have to understand that although people can't experience your situation the way you do it's people that see how you're handling your situation and want to assist and say like i know you try i, I see how you going through your situation and you doing it in the right way i want to help you get to where god yeah. is leading you. so it's not a a pity sort of help it's more or less like look i know you committed to this but i don't want you to burn out or overwork yourself before you get to the place that god wants you to be so i want to help or so into you or bless you this way or whatever like that and I had to become more comfortable with just saying yes or okay instead of like you know what I appreciate it but you know right I mean I'm good right now it's just I had to learn to say yes to people in a way that I would never have done before and it's just because it's like man I ain't got no other option but just accept what you what you offer me because I need what you offer me. I need what you offer me, so I I have to be more receptive of that. And and the other thing is the the pain of past storms. I think this is what the phase of life that I am currently is trying to remove from me. That I know some things are similar to things in the past but this is not going to turn out how things in the past did and i need you to be encouraged in this space because even though it doesn't look like it's changing that much this is going to turn out different than it did in the past yeah because because now i'm relying more on god and less on myself in the past i was fully relying on myself and making stuff happen and pounding through and not giving up and not giving myself excuses or whatever like that. And I was literally tearing my body down. Like I was, I was literally getting to the end of the year and I would pretty much the year would catch up with me and I would get sick every year, like around Christmas time, December time, anytime I had it. I know that. I know that. <laughs> like, like your body like, oh, you going to sit down for a while? Okay, let me gonna give you this sickness so you can go on, lay all the way out for a couple yeah <laughs> yeah that is me that is me uh, every christmas i'm i'm laid up for like i get two weeks off and then i'm like i'm laid up for the first week mm-hmm. can't do anything pretty much whole week gone because i'm 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 sick so mm-hmm. i know that i know that and and yeah you're right i think 
nothing humbles you more than a storm. Mm-hmm. And especially a storm that you know you don't have the answers for. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like, you, you're like, okay, God, well, you're going to have to sort this out. And then when God starts to send those people in, you're like, okay, yeah, all right, I see God, I see what you're doing, God, right, okay, you, you, you're helping me grow that humility to, to accept help. You're helping me grow that, um, break down that. And it's, like you said, it's not pride, it's not an arrogant pride, it's that mm-hmm. you're so used to being the one helping others, it's hard to accept the help yourself. Because we come back to we come back to what we said week one. We are afraid that the perception of people that people have yep. of us of being yep. the helper, the strong one, the provider, the support system, the the shoulder to lean on. We're afraid that that perception is going to change. Yep. But the thing is, our storm humanizes us. Our storm helps people to relate to us more so that when we come out of the storm, we're able to be there for them because they see the humanity in us because they've seen us in our storm. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, but um, yeah, so let me, let me give you the doozy that my wife gave me. Cause when she All said, right. When she said this, I, I I had to sit down for a bit. I, I was about to go yeah. lay down because I was like, yeah. oh, I was like, we ain't even recorded the episode and you done shut it down already. <laughs> so she came in and so I asked her. I said, so um, yeah, I said one of, one of the one of the questions we got around the application is, um, you know, what's the storm trying to r- remove from me? And she. She kind of sat there, you know, you know how they do. She sat mm-hmm. there, she was looking at me, and she was like, Well, she was like, Well, I think the storm is trying to remove the same thing it creates in us. Fear. And I was like, Oh, okay. she didn't. I was like, she didn't just say that. <laughs> I was like, she did not just say that. I was like, she 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 just gonna come nonchalant, nonchalant, nonchalantly drop that bomb and, and then just kind of shimmy herself out of the room like yeah, yeah I'm out deuces <laughs> just kind of fade to the back and I was like yeah. but she when she dropped it I was like that's it because when we get into a midst into the midst of the storm we're afraid we're afraid of all those things but God is trying to teach us that, hey, you don't have to be afraid of this. You do not have to fear this storm because mm-hmm. I am God in this storm. This storm will not break you. That perception that you're holding on to so dearly, actually, this new perception that people will have of you is greater than that perception that you're so afraid to let go of. The devastation that you're afraid of people seeing is going to make way for a new creation and everything that we were just holding on to so tight, everything we feared, God is like, I've got an answer for all of that. You don't need to be afraid. 
let go of your fear. And I think I've said this before in, um, mm-hmm. in an episode, there is an acronym that someone taught me a very long time ago. Fear is false evidence appearing real. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of the storm, that is amplified. Yep. All that false evidence around us appears so real. And God is telling us, don't, don't fall for the okie doke. I've got the real. Nah, that's that look, that's good. Look, 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 she yeah, look, your wife need her own statement on here. So I know, I know, man. She just she just came through, stole the stole the show, and then <laughs> she ain't even be on the show and she stole the show. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that, that's nah, that's good. That, that's good. And I guess it's I guess that if we could allow the the storm to to really take away our fear, then we can move into what God really has for us. Yeah. So when he removes what we did need, he tries to give us space to then approach or seek the things that are bigger than what we had. And not bigger in for materialistic thing, but a high level of belief of what God can do through us if we allow ourselves to be used and not focus on how we're going to complete some, but how can I strengthen my relationship with God and my faith strong enough to where he does greater works through me yeah. and I position myself for that. Yeah, no, that's good. You you just added to it and shut it down. Like, that's the end of the episode. We done. <laughs> no, for real. Um, that is um, that is a, a perfect way to end it. If we can, if we can truly accept what God is trying to change in us in the storm, then we open the door for what he truly wants to do in us. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if you keep running around trying to avoid the storm, you're just going to keep running into a storm. Mm-hmm. Go through it. Let the storm pass through. Take the devastation that comes with it. Take the change that comes with it and come out brand new. Yeah. I ain't got nothing else to say. I think. Yo, I ain't got nothing to say. I got Look, God, God bless your heart. God bless your heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We done. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we want to thank you for tuning into this um this series. We hope uh we definitely hope you've been blessed by this series. We've we've enjoyed this. We've enjoyed this series. It's um like I said. Weathering the storm is something we all have experience of. I'm not ashamed to say that I've got personal, in-depth experience in weathering storms. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's part of our walk. Um, If I think the times that we should we should fear the most are the times when there are no storms, because 
in the midst of the storm, you know that you are in the midst of God's presence. Mm-hmm. When everything is just co, you know, cozy and rosy and peaceful, sometimes that may just be that, that we've just drifted so far. <laughs> We're out of storm range. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. I I ain't got nothing. Look, I ain't got nothing to say. I got nothing to say. Oh, man. So, yeah, we just want to thank you for tuning in and hope you guys have been blessed. We will catch you on the next series. Um, not sure what the title is. Oh, 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 before we go, before we go, um, just a quick reminder that, um, so what is it? Next week, next week, the date will be, man, I've got to look at my calendar because I'm all the way lost, T. I'm all the way lost. I'm trying to, bear with me, folks. We are saying, um, I believe it's Tuesday, the 23rd of March. We are hoping to record the live episode. Um, So you guys, and look, we've been planning this for a while, but hopefully Tuesday, the 23rd, we want to record a live episode. So that would be 8 p.m. GMT, 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Is that what you are? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we want to record a live episode. We're hoping that the you guys that watch with us will be in there and ask some questions. Um, and yeah, we'll, we will record that next episode, field in some of your live questions, and just go with the flow. See how see how it how, how it turned out. We we're looking forward yeah. to that. But yeah, um, we'll, we'll, we will catch you on the next episode of the Imperfectly Human podcast. And we appreciate you all. God bless. I'm Mr. Daly, and you can keep up with me on Twitter at DYDaily, on Instagram at DYDaily, on Facebook, uh, Daily Perspective Network, um, on YouTube, Daily Perspective Network, and um on the blog www.dailyperspective.co.uk or you can just email me at david at daily perspective all right i'm dr terrence johnson uh you can catch me email info at iprogresscc.com facebook instagram iprogresscc um and website www.iprogress.cc before you go i'd like you to remember that christianity is a personal walk and relationship between you and god You are not, will not, and never will be perfect, but that's okay. God loves you and wants you to come just as you are. His grace covers all. Live free from condemnation and do not crucify yourself. Be renewed by the grace of God through Christ Jesus and become who you were created to be. God bless. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Imperfectly Human podcast. Remember to subscribe and share this podcast. You can do this on your favorite streaming platforms.